Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Self Love Tarot, a podcast about enriching our lives through practical spirituality, self love, and of course, the tarot. I'm your host, Gretchen Evangelista. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at Self Love Tarot. Thanks for tuning into the show today. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome to the show. Today, we're going to be talking about the King of Wands, which I'm so excited about because I personally have been tapping into a lot of King of Wands energy. So I'm excited to share with you guys what I've been gathering with this card and the messages that I've been trying to apply in my own daily life and creative work. So that will be fun. Um, But first, I want to start doing this thing. (laughs) I'm going to start doing this thing on the podcast where I share one tarot deck, one oracle deck, one book that is really resonating with me. I, I just love the idea of sharing other people's work getting their stuff out there as well because I think it creates more abundance. I think it creates more abundance for not only the creators but the people who get to experience that and um, benefit from their work and their art. So yeah, I want to definitely start doing that more often on the show. And so the first piece of wonderful artwork and beauty and amazement that I want to share with you guys today is this oracle deck and this is called the lantern oracle illuminate the shadows empower your path by Angelina Mirabito PhD illustrated by Yuli Alejo (laughs) I hope I didn't mispronounce any of those names But this is an amazing, amazing oracle deck. Highly recommend it. I can't remember when this was published, but I just recently got this on Amazon. And it didn't look like it had too many reviews. Um, Oh yeah, it was just published this year, 2020. Wow. Um, And it is a fan freaking tastic oracle deck, I must say. (laughs) It's just resonating and hitting all of the right notes with me from the visual aspects to the guidebook itself. And I like to use oracle decks when I'm just looking for a very straightforward message and I really want that clarity. And I just want to first share with you guys some of the cards. I know you guys can't see it, obviously, but I will post this up on my Instagram. Um, but one of the most like beautiful things that I've seen is obviously the artwork and the descriptions on the cards. I know some Oracle cards, they don't have descriptions or some of them do. Um, and sometimes it's too much. It's too specific. So... I found that the meanings that were on the card itself were actually really brilliant and spot on and applicable to any situation from career to romantic relationships to self-esteem, all of that stuff. So the first one that I want to share with you is card number 42 and it's called Home and it has this picture of this beautiful woman older woman it looks like and she's just bathing in what looks like a hot spring and just having so much fun and 
really loving herself. And it says, home, may your body be where a harmonious balance of love, strength, light, and pleasure lives. So beautiful, right? And then let me see. There is there are just so many. And then um one of my other favorite ones is card number four, strength of vulnerability. True power lies at the root of a perceived weakness. So good. I got this card yesterday and I was like, yes, absolutely, yes. It was the message that I deeply needed to hear from my soul. <laughs> so yeah, I will be posting those cards up on my Instagram. So go ahead and um, give the podcast a follow to stay up to date with all of the podcast news and much, much more. So today, the title of our King of Wands episode is Imagination Over Willpower. And I fell in love with this idea when I was reading Joseph Murphy's The Power of Your Subconscious. It's a great book. It's a classic book. It's an older book, I think. I don't know. But just the language and the messaging in it has those like early 1950s vibes. <laughs> but watch it be like actually like a recent book and I'm just making myself look dumb right now. <laughs> but um, it's a great book, a great um, self-help, spirituality, subconscious 101 type book. So it's nice and straightforward and simple. But anyways, he has one section that's titled, Infer No Opponent, Use Imagination and Not Willpower. And in reading that section, just the title itself, I felt like it was something that I did as a kid that really helped me dream and do things like I don't know I just felt the truth in this message and what was interesting was I've been working with the king of wands and the energy of the king of wands teaches us to use imagination over willpower and so I thought it would just be such a fitting title for this episode now, I did the Queen of Wands. I believe it was episode four or five of the podcast, but it was one of the first episodes that I did. And in that episode, I really wanted to emphasize that the Queen of Wands is all about believing in yourself, right? Stepping forward with this strong belief in yourself, strong belief in spirit within you. And if you want to kind of look at the just Queen energy in general, it's really all about starting from yourself. And then once that cup is full, being able to extend that outwards into the world, into the people in your life, into creative ventures here and there. So that's where the King of Wands comes in. And the King of Wands is really about believing in your vision believing what you can create in the world from spirit. And if you were to read any tarot book out there, most likely they would say that the king of wands is the leader of the leaders. He's the king of all kings. And I think it's really important to 
tie that in with today's topic of imagination over willpower is this idea of leadership. It all comes down to your level of belief that distinguishes you as a leader. What is a leader? A leader is someone who believes strongly and attracts helpers and followers who feel empowered around this person's certainty due to their high beliefs. A leader has the strongest belief, the strongest faith, regardless of the physical evidence that may contradict what he or she believes. She stands by it. She's committed to it. You know, if you think of all the great leaders in the world, Martin Luther King, Steve Jobs, like anyone who has created an amazing vision for the world, they believed in that vision more than anyone else, especially at the start. And that certainty of that vision is what made them so magnetic. And, you know, some of us may think, well, I'm no Martin Luther King. (laughs) I'm no Steve Jobs. I'm no Oprah. There's no way I can really bring that presence into my life. Maybe you're someone who's never thought of herself as a leader. I know for me, for a long time, I was always a follower. I was too shy to speak up in class. And I just didn't see myself in that way in like a strong leadership way but I had a tarot reader once tell me when he pulled this card in a reading for me that I am the leader of my spiritual team that I am here on the physical plane having desires having you know preferences creating these things and having visions and that my invisible spiritual team is constantly flowing to me resources, ideas, images, anything that helps me make that vision a reality. And as someone, again, who grew up, who never felt bold enough or brave enough to stand up to be a leader, that really allowed me to see myself in a different way. And it opened up my eyes to my true capabilities as a creator in this world. And in the same way, you can feel like you are the leader of your own spiritual team as well. You are the visionary, the Steve Jobs, the Oprah, the Martin Luther King, who is here to expand the world and create more and more abundance. People look to leaders for guidance because their leaders give them that sense of certainty. And how do we give others a sense of certainty? By feeling certain about yourself, your ideas, your visions, and feeling that certainty with your belief. And beliefs are important. Beliefs are what create our reality. I'm sure that's not the first time you've heard that. So how do we increase our beliefs, right? First, let's talk about what is a belief. Abraham Hicks has the perfect definition for this. In that a belief is a thought you think over and over and over again. It's a thought that is so familiar that it feels natural and easier to think. It's easy to believe. If you grew up with parents that, let's say, called you stupid all the time, as an impressionable child, hearing them say that a lot 
And then kind of learning to say that to yourself as a result of it can cause you to feel like right now as an adult, you may be sitting here with two degrees, you may be a, a lawyer or a doctor or, you know, have accomplished a lot for yourself, but maybe deep down inside you still feel like a stupid kid simply because that thought has been practiced over and over and over again. And when you practice something over and over and over again, it feels normal and it feels natural and it's easy to think and it becomes automated. So most of the time, you might not even be aware that this thought is in your head. It's like, for example, driving on the highway, listening to music, talking to your friends in the back, and most likely you are still driving well because our brains have automated that skill for us. We don't have to consciously think, okay, let's step on the brakes now. Okay, remember to look at your mirrors. Okay, put your signal on. You just do it. You don't have to consciously tell yourself to do these things. And so in the same way that a belief is simply a thought you think over and over and over again, I would like to extend that definition to the pictures you think in your mind. It's not only the words, but the images in your mind, aka your imagination, that can create a strong sense of belief. And so when you have a strong sense of belief, this is what happens. You step up as a leader and you start to experience a reality that demonstrates that belief as true. Which means your visions become your reality. You tap into that creative manifesting power. For example, if you believe you are worthy of being in a relationship with someone who treats you with respect, you will most likely find a partner who is kind to you and who does treat you with respect, someone that matches that belief within you. I remember years ago when I was dating, I felt like I deeply deserved to be with someone who treated me with respect, who made me feel heard and valued and seen. And so I would go on these dates and these guys would just be talking my ear off about themselves and what they did and, you know, like not even bothering to ask me questions or be curious about who I am. And I remember I just never really felt like I had that space to talk and express myself freely. Immediately, I was like, nope. That's not what I want. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> and at the time, I didn't really know why I felt that way. It was just that initial gut feeling of, uh, no, this isn't the person. Um, but when I went on my first date with my current boyfriend now, at some point during the date, I had this heartwarming feeling within me that I could truly see myself with him. And afterwards, I was thinking about it and I was like, why did I enjoy that date so much? And it finally clicked in my head because I finally felt like I could speak and be heard. He gave me the space to show up and be myself. And that matched the belief I had that I was worthy of being seen. I was worthy of being with someone who made me feel listened to and respected and loved, essentially. So I've talked about self-talk on this podcast before 
using words, affirmations to help strengthen your beliefs, right? You can sit in front of the mirror and you can say, I am worthy of love. I am worthy of love. I'm worthy of respect. I am worthy of making more money. And I believe for my own practice that has really helped me. And there are some nuances to using affirmations and everything. But if you are looking for something different and, you know, sitting in front of the mirror and saying positive affirmations to yourself just does not feel like a good idea right now, I would like to invite you to step into the King of Wands energy today and step into the power of using the images in your head the power of your imagination and how it can help you with the following things. A, it can help you create the life you want and the life you know you deserve. B, it can help you enjoy the journey. Enjoy the unfolding of your vision. You become a joyful witness to your dreams coming true rather than being a slave to your dreams. Which brings me to my last point. Point C, your imagination can help prevent burnout and exhaustion that can occur from using willpower, which most of us are more conditioned to use. If you take a look at the King of Wands card right now, you can tell that his power is not from willpower. He's not sitting there pushing uphill. He's not, you know manipulating things he's sitting down and owning his power he's not someone who acts from a place of fear and lack but from a place of unwavering belief and inspiration and so first off I want to talk about what I mean by willpower and I've kind of created a list about willpower that I want to share with you now so willpower is described as effort it can feel like You're being over-controlling, manipulating, micromanaging. You're pushing upwards, right? You're burnt out. You're defeated. You're overwhelmed. Very ten of wands energy. You feel isolated. Oftentimes when you're using willpower, you feel like you're trying to figure it out all by yourself. You're feeling like you have no support. Um, And you're acting from that small self, that ego self that thinks that it has to do everything by itself. We build up resentment and we make the result more important than the process when we use willpower. And we grow up believing that willpower is the only way to get to our visions. It's willpower in that force in that like whipping yourself even more to get yourself that result we believe that that is the only way to get to our visions and if we believe that if we believe that is the process of creating then we are less likely to be bold enough to even make the decision to go for it we automatically settle for believing that it's too impossible it's not worth it it's not worth the effort or i can't do it And so willpower, I like to think of it as us believing that in order to make a car move, we need to get underneath the car and make all the wheels turn. Like we need to do that manually. We need to manually move this car, maybe push it up the hill, make sure all the wheels are turning and managing that. 
that is what willpower is. And in comparison, let's talk about imagination. Imagination is sitting in the driver's seat and hitting the gas and going uphill and shifting gears and doing it from that driver's seat instead of going out, trying to push the car manually, push the car to where you want to go. That is the power that imagination has over willpower. And I like to call imagination our spiritual superpower. And I love looking at it like this because that's what it is, right? Like I talk about us being spiritual beings, having a human experience, as Wayne Dyer liked to say all the time. And why would we come here as spiritual beings and believe that our power is only limited to our human functioning. Like, I like to believe that we all have this superpower within us that has not been realized just yet. We're a uh, modern-day Clark Kent that hasn't realized that he can move things and he can fly because he's been taught that he is just this human that has to live this particular life and you can only do these types of things with your human body. I, I love to believe that there is so much more within us that we can unlock through our imagination. So, in using your imagination, your spiritual superpower, you get to act from a place of inspiration. Meaning, you do it because you are inspired to, you were drawn to it, not because you are scared of things going wrong. You do it from a place of ease. You are flowing. It feels like you are being guided. You are receiving something. You are tapping into your universal support. It feels like you are connected to something bigger. You get to feel joy, excitement. You are working from your big self, your self with the capital S. And you are tapping into the infinite realm of possibilities. You are trusting in spirit, you're trusting in your own capabilities, and you trust in your own divine power. So what does this look like on a practical level? Well, recently, me and my boyfriend went to go mini-golfing, putt-putting, as some people would like to call it. And I am usually pretty bad at any type of sport. <laughs> and he is usually much better than me in, you know, especially all those games that require you to aim and shoot into a basket or anything like that. Even if it is the minute effort of just shooting a ball into um, a hole in like this really small area of your mini golf course. It can be difficult for me to do. And last time I did it, I think I played with my cousins and I was last place. So I already came in with this belief that, oh, this is, I'm going to be bad at this, but I'm here to have fun. So let me just play. And so we started the game. We were at the first hole and I did not do well. <laughs> and it took me a lot of tries to even just make it in. And it was just like a straight shot, like not even any obstacles in the way. And it took me a while. And so in my mind, I was like, fine, 
That was expected. I knew going in, I'm not really that good at this game. But when I had that thought, I was like, hey, since I have nothing to really lose here, what if I visualized the ball just going into the hole? With no strategy by my side, with no guidance on how to angle myself correctly, I just decided I was going to visualize, I was going to imagine me hitting the ball and having it go into the hole with ease. And at that point, it really excited me because I could really test out this theory, (laughs) put it into practice in something that really didn't have a lot of... uh, value to me. I was still going to be happy if I lost or not because I was just there to have fun. So I was removed from the result of it and I just decided I was going to imagine myself hitting the ball and having it go into the hole with ease. So I kept on thinking of this and we kept on playing and I think for the next two holes after that I was still in the loser zone. I was still losing like crazy. But then, on the next one, I managed to get it with just two hits, two attempts. And I didn't know how, I didn't know why, because the course was actually getting progressively more difficult. So I was like, I don't know why I'm suddenly getting good at this game. And then I realized, oh yeah, it's working. My visualizations, my imagination is helping me out here. And after that one hole where I got it in two hits, my game was just noticeably improving. I would get the ball in at two or three attempts when my boyfriend would take at least like five or six. And at the end, I ended up winning by a landslide, all because I decided I was going to focus on a really exciting picture in my head to guide the game. And so now I'm going to give you some quick tips on how you can start to form a mental image, a picture um, in your brain to jive your imagination and really tap into your superpower, your spiritual superpower. So one thing that I like to do is imagine myself being a conduit for higher forces. So for example, when I used to take tests in nursing school, I would imagine spirit taking control of my hands and typing out the answers for me and filling in the little bubbles for me and just me hanging back and watching it all like a movie and just relaxing in it. You want to focus on an image that really takes away any sense of struggle on your part. Um, You can also translate this to your tarot practice as well. So if you're struggling to see the meaning in a certain card, close your eyes, put your hand on the card, and imagine a golden light coming from the card, traveling up your arm and into your heart, and then shooting up towards your head and down your body really sink into that image. And after that, ask yourself, what messages do you get from the card after imagining that? And when I do this, I often get really guided intuitive messages that seem to come out of nowhere because I end up bypassing my thinking, rational brain by diving into my imagination where no limitations exist. 
And in that realm, the realm of infinite possibility, that is where we can tap into the answers, the solution, the magic. That is where we can thrive as spiritual beings and really tap into our own creative power and transcend all of our worldly logical conditioning. One of my most favorite books is The Power of Intention by Wayne Dyer, and he described his version of tapping into his own imagination and this mental picture he would practice in his mind. And it all started from when he was a kid and he was riding the trolley and he was too short to hold on to the trolley strap at the ceiling of the car. So what he did was whenever he hit a roadblock or felt like something was impossible, he would imagine himself reaching for the trolley strap and spirit, source, whatever it is, floating him up to the trolley strap with effortless ease and allowing him to grab the strap without having to push or fight. He was just brought to it in such a beautiful, easeful way. Another example that I could think of is when I was younger and I would have a lot of anxiety driving on dark, scary, one-way roads <laughs> with like no light. And that just terrified me with like the forest and everything and I'm the only car driving. Um, so I would imagine a hand from the sky, like this magical, beautiful glowing hand from the sky moving the car for me and me just sitting back and relaxing. And that helped me to calm down and to get into the mode of trusting. And another more recent example is of a dream that I had a couple of days ago. And it was basically one of those dreams where you're just running from someone, running from something. I don't know who it was specifically. I think it was just a person who was going to harm me <laughs> in this dream. I was running around trying to run away from him. And at some point I realized, wait, I have superpowers. <laughs> and maybe this is where I got that um, idea of just calling my imagination the spiritual superpower that we have. But I was like, I have a superpower. And I stood my ground and I made myself bigger, like 500 times bigger than this person. And I crushed that person underneath my foot. I stepped on him just as easily as I would with an ant, for example. And after that, I felt so empowered. I was like, oh, that's taken care of. I could have done that sooner, but I didn't because I didn't realize that I had this power. And so that's another example that has been really resonating with me and it has helped me to realize that I am bigger than the small little issues that chase me around all day. I am so much more bigger, so much more magnificent, so much more powerful than these little tiny ego worries that get us all. So that was an amazing dream to have and it's something that I constantly think about a lot because it's just a really great reminder of how truly powerful we really are. So these are all just suggestions. Your imagination is your gateway to infinite possibility. So you ultimately get to decide how you want to use it. 
On episode 19 of the show, the episode titled, When You Feel Like It's Not Working, I talked about imagining gears moving, like the inner workings of a clock, and how that imagery has helped me believe in divine assistance and the fact that I am making progress even if I can't see it on the physical level. And for some people, maybe you can feel the sense of divine assistance by imagining a hand coming down from the sky and moving the obstacle for you. And I absolutely love the scene in Moana where the water would help her and show her things and guide her through her journey. I think that's an incredibly impactful vision to have for yourself. So what kinds of dreams and visuals deeply resonate with you? It is absolutely worth it to find out what that is. Because that will be the image that comes to mind when you are face down in the dirt or overwhelmed with your to-do list or struggling with some obstacle in your life. Because if you think about it, part of the reason why we don't do things we know will be good for us or, you know, if we struggle to keep going with something is because we already have an image of not pulling through, of not succeeding already, of feeling the struggle and the misery right? I could have easily defaulted in that mini golf game. I could have easily defaulted to the scenario in my brain that was telling me I was just going to lose and I was going to be bad at this. But from that, I decided to create differently. And same thing with other things that we all struggle with, like going to the gym. We don't go to the gym because we are imagining ourselves huffing and puffing at the treadmill struggling (laughs) instead of imagining ourselves on the treadmill running and feeling alive and empowered and free. We don't start that business we have been dreaming of doing because we're imagining ourselves buried in the paperwork and the taxes and the administrative tasks instead of imagining ourselves proudly sitting in our beautiful light-filled office, being a total boss, and let's say running a six-figure company that you built from the ground up. Ultimately, it's the images, the visions that we have, and how they make us feel that drive us to go in one direction or another. Understanding this allows you to tap into the King of Wands energy in your life, in your business, in your relationships, in all of your creative ventures. And here's the thing that will make all of this come together even more. Before you even start to use your imagination, your spiritual superpower, you need to believe that it exists first and foremost. And so if you want to kind of see this in a a checklist of like, in order to embody the king of wands, what framework you need to be steady on first before moving up, You can see it as, first, we need to believe we are spiritual beings. And so this one's an easy one because most likely if you're a longtime listener of the show, you already have this belief. Second, you must believe you have spiritual superpowers, aka your beautiful imagination. You must believe your imagination has the ability to move mountains. One way to strengthen this belief is to look at everything you have. Your iPhones, your laptops, the internet, the TV, all the amazing technology, all the amazing stuff that we have right now. And first realizing that those things were first 
an image in someone's mind. When we remind ourselves of that, we can truly create and accomplish great things. The King of Wands doesn't start his day by looking at his to-do list. The King of Wands starts his day by connecting with the compelling vision that lives within his imagination. He sees it in his mind's eye, he sees it, and more importantly, he feels it. He feels it and he says yes to it. Then he basks in the vision long enough to gather that energy and momentum forward, and he opens his eyes, and then he attacks his day, and then he goes to do his to-do list, and it feels so good, and it feels much more meaningful to do all these things because he is connected with the bigger picture and he can trust what the day brings. He knows he is spirit and he knows that spirit source, the universe, infinite intelligence is not only within him, but a constant companion to accompany him through this wonderful journey called life. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Self Love Tarot. And don't forget to sign up for my email list located on the website, selflovetarot.com. So I hope you guys have a fantastic week. December is coming, yay. (laughs) And I have a lot more episodes coming your way. So make sure to hit that subscribe button on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, wherever you're listening. And uh, talk to you guys next time. Bye.